0: Piping hot. So grab your favorite beverage and join the conversation via WhatsApp at 324 1612. Email tips at CaymanMorrowRoad.com. Now, here's your host, Sandy Hill, broadcasting live from the beautiful Cayman Islands.
1: And I want my vote and to do something about the discrimination that onions face on a day-to-day basis within the workforce, and to do something about the bullying within the schools, then you can talk to me. You do something about the unemployed people of my community. And I'm not talking about after COVID, I'm talking about before it, because it's been going on for years. We vote you guys in and you guys go up there and you argue about nothing and make no changes. I tired of it, man, it's 2021. I can barely afford groceries, light, water, and I'm paying somebody else's mortgage. You wonder why? Because I can't even afford a house. I got my mother and my father asking me why you don't have a house. Your so Cayman is no longer the Caymanians. And it hurts my heart to say that. Cayman is no longer for us.
2: Why, why, why children have?
3: Morning, everybody. Happy Friday. You guys know what time it is. It's tea time. It's the cold, hard truth time. Get your tea kettles ready. Well, they should have been ready already. Get your teacups ready. We are gonna do it this morning. What is going on, my good people? What is going on? Well, on this little rock, there is always something popping off and something happening. I see people sending me messages already, honey chow. Oh yeah. Let us get it. Friday, TGIF, Olivia. Good morning, how are you? Barbara, tell me what is going on. I know you guys are here for the stapler story. Boy, Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. what a hot mess. We're going to talk about that here in a second. Good morning to Sharon. Thank you so much for joining us. We've got Anne-Marie. She's got it locked in. Last night was a hot night, Matt. I got to tell you guys a few things. About last night here in a second as well. Cause things are getting hot in here. Good morning, Mitzi. Good morning, Leone. What's going on? Everybody's here for look up mocha. Linda, the beautiful Linda is here. She's like, What's what's up? What's up? Yes, Trisha. We are about to get into the sus. We are about to do it. Still having some web hosting woes, if in case you haven't noticed, but I'm hoping we can get that sorted out over the weekend. Good morning to Marshall Wagwan. Tell me. Marissa is here. She says, I got water. Me too, Marissa. <laughs> I didn't even have time to make tea this morning because I was rushing, honey chow. So I'm like, you know what? Grab my water, start the day off right. Good morning, Miss Valdine. Anna, you have a blessed weekend as well. Cece's in the house. Aye, she says staple her ass to which woman? I don't even know which woman that is. Child, they all get up in their feelings when they know they're doing wrong. What can I tell you? You do wrong and it gets pointed out to you, then you're upset at me. What? It is tea time, Louie. Good morning. Good morning to the lovely Anne. Big shout out to Tampa, St. Pete area. Faber from New Jersey, locked in. Thank you so much. Cecil, thank you. Good morning. Miss Beulah is right here on Grand Cayman. Yes, Barbara said give her some tea for the road, child. We can give it to you good. Ervlin is here. Shelly, buenos dias, joining us from La Saiba, Honduras. Brandon got it locked on. Nice car in your uh, profile photo there, Brandon. Bonnie, good morning. She's got a picture of Jesus. She's keeping it. Sometimes you got to ask Jesus to take the wheel, honey child. Jasara. Lovely Jasara is here for some tea. Now, yesterday the tea was kind of hot. Boy, you guys, this has been a hot week, right? And I imagine as we get closer to the election, it's going to only get hotter. A lot of rain on this side. Well, I'm looking out my window and I see nothing but clear skies. Barely a breeze. The mango tree isn't blowing too much today. But clear skies. Gorgeous day. Looks like we're going to have a gorgeous weekend, Siobhan. Good morning, Shirley. How are you? So nice to see you and the lovely cat in your photo there. Shirley been all over the place, chow. She's keeping the campaign trail hot. Duran is here. Richie, Wagwan. So I got a um, root canal procedure for later on today. Lord have mercy. Nobody looks forward to those. Lincoln, Carolyn, thank you guys so much. Paula Cal is here. Good morning, my peeps. Let us get this bus on the road. Maria, thank you. Representing our beautiful Filipino community. So listen, when you steal, you will be highlighted. And it doesn't matter who you are who your mama is. In fact, it doesn't even matter who you steal from. I despise liars and by extension, I despise thieves. Louis says, can't start my day without 30 degrees Fahrenheit. It's out there. So he says, CMR is reducing my heating bill by bringing the fire. Someone said to me last night, girl, I'm gonna call the fire truck on you from now because tomorrow's show is gonna be hot. It's like sizzling. Here it is. Um, having a morning cafe. You continue to set the daily temperature for K-Man. Thank you so much, Anne. thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Good morning, Felicia. So listen to me. Yesterday we got a message. It says, Sandy, we need your help. And you know us. We're always willing to help. So I said, all right, what's going on? We're coming to the rescue. The Maple Leaf Mafia. Thank you for reminding me. Someone reminded me that they said that to me yesterday. The Maple Leaf Mafia. Now, our little Canadian friends, you know, sometimes they go on with the most ridiculous behavior. And they kind of go under the radar a little bit. But, yes, honey child, They be doing the most. And we're going to talk about it. It's kind of like a secret society. Well, you know, our friends over at Office Supply, big shout out to them. They provide a valuable service to the community. And quite honestly, businesses in this day and time are hurting just like everybody else. And they're keeping people employed. You see businesses out there, they have a reduction in their revenue, but they're not firing people. That helps all of us. That helps the economy, folks. And so when you do things to those businesses, you don't pay your bill, for example, it hurts everyone more than you'll ever know. And so this attitude that, you know, I can go into a business and steal no matter how small it is, while it's not a big deal, it is a big deal. And here at CMR, we're going to make it a big deal. So, um... Yes. My apologies. I got some web guys working halfway around the world trying to get the website sorted out. So listen, so companies contact me all the time, just like you, the consumer contact me when a company does something wrong. Oh, I found a bug in my food. I found paper in my fried chicken. You guys remember those stories? Well, I can't discriminate against companies or organizations. They go through a lot as well. You know, sometimes their workers do them wrong. Sometimes their workers steal from them and rob them. And sometimes it is the general public. So, folks, whatever category you fall into, when you do wrong, you know, CMR is just here, like, looking at you cross-eyed, like, what are you doing? We're going to expose you. And you see, we don't care what you look like. We don't care if you're cute like this little fella. He looks a little bit cleaned up here. We don't care if you look like this. Ghetto fabulous. Wannabe fabulous. Maple leaf mafia. Straight out of Kingston. It doesn't matter to us what you look like or where you're from. We do not discriminate and we do not care, quite frankly, who you are. But I do notice that there is a difference in how people approach situations like this. And I want to talk about this because you know the show is the cold hard truth. And there are those of you who recognize yesterday what was going on. Some of you won't speak on it because you don't want to upset anybody on social media. And that's what I'm here for. Not to upset you, but just to speak on it. So listen, folks, there are, very different worlds of justice that get doled out in this country. And the truth of the matter is it matters if you are part of the Maple Leaf Mafia. It matters if you are from the UK. It matters if you are Caucasian versus Caribbean to some extent it matters if you are Caymanian versus Jamaican it matters if you are a politician oh my apologies I did't I did not mean to actually post that comment I was sending someone the um the link for the show and I accidentally put it in the comment section. So, yes, honey child, it doesn't matter to me personally. But I do recognize in the broader context of the world that we live in, it does matter. Prejudices exist, even in the court system. I was shocked the other day when I heard that that guy who had all this firearm and ammunition in the brack got a fine. And the judge is talking about... his amazing, exemplary character. Jeez, I was like, what? People, if that was a Caymanian, let me be very clear, you would have been facing no less than seven years because that is the mandatory, unless exceptional circumstances are found. But in this country, even the judiciary appears to be able to find exceptional circumstances if you're a millionaire white American. That that had been a little fella from Windsor Park or West Bay, you would have been in jail for seven years, not just facing a fine, no matter how exemplary your character was. We're going to speak on that a little bit later on because I actually want to read that decision. Because there are certain decisions of the court that concern me, that make me uneasy. So, folks, this company called yesterday and said, Sandy, we had someone steal from us. And I said, oh, Lord, have mercy. This isn't the first time. I keep telling you guys, stop stealing from these companies. They're no longer playing with you. Just like you're gonna take them to Cayman Mall Road, they're gonna take you to Cayman Mall Road. And guess what? The streets, the Mall Road has been equalized with a little bit of what's the top called on the Mall Road? Whatever that is, that's how it's being equalized in this day and age. So they have access to us just like you have access to us. That's the beauty of what we do, right? We are available to everybody. So they sent the video, this incident happened on Monday, yesterday was Thursday, they said this guy did this. And I'm gonna show you guys the video here in a second. And I looked at the video and I thought to myself, whoa, 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 whoa. This is a proper thief. Not like there's any such thing as an improper thief, but he really went out of his way to defraud this company. And the most ridiculous thing about it is who steals a stapler? I mean, that really is the part that I was looking at the video going, is he on drugs? Like, what are you stealing a stapler for? And a high-priced stapler. I mean, Jesus, who knew that you needed a $70 stapler versus a $12 stapler? But he was going for the whole kit and caboodle in the world of staplers. Well, you guys know how it is. Just like when they reported the laptop thief. As soon as we put up the story about the stapler thief, in no time, we were like, oh, he works at the bar room. Hold on. Let me get his name. And in two twos, I had a name. So I said, all right. Now, you know, my sources are good, but I can't always take their word for it. So I said, let me go do my own little snooping. And you guys know how we snoop here on Mall Road. If it's online, we're going to find it. Even if you have a record from 20 years ago, we're going to find it. So we went looking. And sure enough, there he was, this young man by the name of Reed Parker. And little Reed Parker has a Facebook page. And so we start looking at his Facebook page. And I'm like, oh, I think he's already taken it down now. Because, you know, that's what they do when they're embarrassed. They take all this stuff off of social media. But don't worry, Reed, we already got you. We don't need you to stay up in social media because we got you locked in already. We got all the photos we need. So he's taking down his social media account. Have a look at what he did. Let's let's make sure you guys all know. Because I saw some of you commenting like, oh, was it a mistake? Did he accidentally pick up a stapler? Yeah, right. All right, folks. So you saw what he did, right? He did a little switcheroo. And I don't care what you guys want to say, that's theft. He took the more expensive stapler. This required thought. This wasn't a mistake. This wasn't an oops moment. This was a, I have full intentions of swapping these two staplers. I'm going to take one, the more expensive one, out of its box put it in the cheaper box, close that up nicely, put the cheaper one into the expensive box, close that up nicely, put it back on the shelf. Then I'm going to walk out of the door with my coffee in my hand, nothing else, making a single purchase of a stapler. And he shorted this company by $50. So, Anywhere in the world, that is called theft. And I don't care what your excuses are. But I did find your excuses interesting. And I thought, you know, why are all of these people giving this man a pass? So within half an hour, we had him ID'd. Within an hour, he ran into the company Oh, I'm here to pay my bill. They said he was shaking like a leaf. He's so sorry. Here, here, here's the money. Please take my money. Little Reed has been here just one year. As a matter of fact, he moved to the Cayman Islands March the 15th of last year. And on March the 15th of this year, his one-year anniversary, what does he do? He goes out and celebrates by stealing a stapler. Then I get a phone call about him. Is this the lady who runs Cayman Mall Road? Why, yes, it is. Thank you so much for calling. How may I assist? Um, I need you to take this down, please. You don't know what's going on. He's having a really rough time right now. Uh Uh-huh. Um... There's just so much, there's so much going on in his life. He made a mistake and he's human. Okay. I'm not hearing anything earth shattering yet. Um, You know, this was out of, out of character for him. He's going through a rough patch. He's willing to pay the consequences. And I said, oh, is he? Then why are you calling me? Because if he's willing to pay the consequences, one of the consequences of stealing from people is that, when you get catch, sometimes the consequence is going to jail, to court, to the embarrassment of going through that public process. And in this day and age, the consequences you're going to be put on social media. Beyond deliberate, lion. Beyond deliberate. Asphalt. Thank you, Jess. <laughs> sometimes the words escape me. Good morning, Sue and Kay and Larry. So yes, my dear child, I got a phone call from a female friend begging to take it down. And I said, honey, child, I said, let me um, allow you to know the position here at CMR. We don't take things down. If they're erroneous, then we will correct it. I'm not hearing you tell me that anything is erroneous here. You're begging for mercy based on what exactly? I don't know the full story. I'm trying really hard, she says. And I said, okay. Okay. Well if I don't know the full story you got to tell me the full story. What is it? What is the full story? Why why should I remove this? Do you know that we post up people who are mothers? Single mothers with children and when they do wrong they make the news just like anybody else. So I can't discriminate based on what you're telling me you're his friend, okay? You say, I don't know the full story. Well, what is the full story? You're going to steal a stapler. Why help, help, help me understand it. Help it make sense. And I heard nothing that was making any sense. And then I said, you know, you guys don't understand. If I remove it for him, who is the next person that I remove it to? What sort of discretionary power am I using? Because he looks like this when he get dresses up. He's not really looking like that here right now. He looking kind of shabby. What is it? This versus this. Do I care? I don't care. I do not care who you are or what you look like. I don't care who. I mean, it really makes no difference to me. You could have been a politician as far as I'm concerned. Here's another one of him at work. And so when I did my own due diligence, sure enough, I saw the one thing that we picked up on in the photograph of him walking out the door. Look at the star tattoo. See it right there? We can only see one star, but apparently it's three stars. When you have certain distinguishing features like a tattoo, folks, and you go and misbehave, it is going to be pretty easy. To find you. So when I saw that tattoo, I said, what? We have got our man. Next week, we're going to feature a teacher from CIS. We've been sitting on this story for a minute, but this is going to blow a gasket. This is going to blow a lid off everything. She's up on some porn site selling the goods. And you know what gave her away as well? Her tattoos, because she's got a lot of them. We got the evidence there folks, and you are gonna be beyond shock when you see what your imported teachers are up to. I can't even show you guys the videos on that one because they are triple, quadruple X-rated what she was up to. Mm. With one big strapping. Ooh, honey child, let me stop. This is a family-friendly show. And her videos that I've seen are not family friendly. But we're not ready for that tea yet. That'll be next week. I'll let you guys know which day we'll go there. So yes, there are consequences, Zasara. And it is not that I'm not sympathetic. Have I done stuff in my day that I had to pay the consequences? Of course. Honey, child, talk to Aunt Lottie. May she rest in peace. She made sure that I understood that actions have consequences. And she listened to me. Aunt Lottie did not mess around. You did something wrong. You were going to pay the price. So very early on, I understood that, yep, you know, there are times we screw up. And when we screw up, we can apologize. But that doesn't erase what has happened. There will still be, as Carol say, you might be going through a rough time but who goes and steals a staple just cause you're going through a rough time. <laughs> Andrea says maybe he was going to do a mixed drink staples on the rocks. I don't know what he was going to make with it, but I tell you why. Stupidity. That about sums it up. Thank you, Miss Kathy. She sends us a biblical reminder. Says anyone who's been stealing must steal no longer, but must work doing something useful with their hands that they may have something to share with those in need. Ephesians 4, 28, bless you, Miss Kathy. The Bible is so full of good sage wisdom. And that is but one passage that reminds us about not stealing So, it is a little bit weird that he stole a stapler, to be honest. I'm, I'm not quite understanding what that's all about. If you were in need, go steal a burger or some groceries or something that would make sense. Like, okay, you're hungry. You know? You need to eat. Listen, no one in need in this community should go without. If you are in need, whether you need to pay a bill, you need $100, CMR is there for you. I want to be really honest with you right now, okay? We help a lot of people. We don't always talk about it. People in this community have some of the biggest hearts in the world. If you need anything, reach out to us. We will find the resources. There are people out there who are willing to help you no matter what. You don't need to ruin your name. And I find it hard to believe that this is the first time he's ever stolen anything. To me, that sounds a bit ridiculous. The way that he carried that out, this seems like either he's a kleptomaniac and he can't help himself and he needs to get professional help, or I don't know what else this could possibly be about, but I don't believe this is a one-off situation. I think he's stolen before. So then after his friend was begging for him and I said, sorry, miss, I can't help you. His employer, this is where the Maple Leaf Mafia stories come in. His employer then calls office supply Oh, can you have CMR take the story down? No, they cannot. Even if they tried, which they wouldn't, they got better sense than that. No, they cannot. Let me tell you how this works, folks. Businesses out there have come to realization, just like you, the consumers, have come to realization. CMR is your friend and we are here to help you in your times of need. So you can cuss us whenever you're ready, that's fine. Nobody's perfect. Sometimes we do get it wrong. But you know what? Most of the time, we get it right. And when we get it right, you guys know that the wheels get a churning. So if government does you wrong and you come to CMR, next thing you know, government shaping up, boy. Oh, we're sorry. We lied. Oops. I mean, we didn't know any better. They're going to give you all kinds of excuses. But something is going to get done. As a matter of fact, I hear all of you bragging all the time about how you're using CMR's name when you go into a business. You get bad food, bad service. You're like, "Mm, I'm going to call Sandy right now from Mall Road. And the company's like, no, no, no. We don't want to be in Mall Road. Don't call Mall Road, please. So some of you are getting free weekends at the Kimpton. I heard about it and all sorts of other stuff because you're calling Mall Road, you're dropping the bomb on them. And these companies are like, oh Jesus, we don't want to be in Mall Road. Some of you are actually behaving yourselves because you don't want to end up on Mall Road either. I saw your comments yesterday. They kind of made me chuckle. I'm going to show you some of those here in a second. But yes, whatever it takes, Ma Road is here to help everybody where we can. So, when a company reaches out to us, you know, we obviously, like anything else, we ask them to provide the evidence. And once the evidence is solid and we run the story, there will be no retraction. Okay. We got another one that we're going to be dropping later on today for you guys as well. And the companies get it. Let me give you an example. With the laptop story, I don't know if you guys remember this. Let me see if the website is going to be up this morning because these website people are driving me crazy. Up one minute, down the next. They're like a yo-yo. Down depend on the servers right now, folks, but we still don't get it sorted out. Guys are working around the clock trying to get it sorted. So a guy walks in, <clears throat> I don't know if you guys remember this story, to purchase a laptop and this was a complete fraud, Right? he uses somebody else's credit card claims that someone was going to come pick up the laptop on his behalf like i think he called them first and he ran a he ran a proper scam on them right let me see if i can find this story and so you know these people report these companies report these things to the police and the police um what can i say about them they're kind of slow so Let me see if I can find a laptop thief. You guys might remember this case. So the police are so slow (coughs) that companies have come to realize that if they want to catch a thief, the way to do it is to go straight to Road, Because we have a humongous audience. And you guys are tuned in. You're paying attention. You know, you know people that know people. So Ma Road is solving a lot of mysteries on this island. So yes, those of you who say, um Ma Road, oh my gosh, look at this. You're not going to believe this. This story ran. Hold on a second. Let me share Let me do a screen share. Because this is so funny. This was a year ago, almost to the exact date. What? I didn't remember this. I was thinking it was actually the year. No, two years ago. This is 2021. So this is 2019. Look at this, folks. Laptop thief sought. $500 reward being offered. And we caught him in 30 minutes too. So 30 minutes seems to be the magic time to catch people on CMR. So look here. This was this guy. He stole a laptop from the same company the office supply company. And there, there he is. They got some good cameras up in there. So you keep messing with office supply and y'all gonna find out the deal. Nice photo. Look at a nice big chain around his neck. He's got a nice watch. So this guy actually scammed him out of a laptop, claimed that his name was Erico Brinkman. That was the name that he went by. And on February the 19th, of 2019, two years ago, he contacted the store by phone and said that he wanted to purchase a laptop for his son and a tablet for his coworker named Linda Fisher. These people can run some scams, I'm telling you. So he spoke to the IT technician, settled on a particular model, and he said he wanted to do the transaction over the phone with his credit card. Boy, you cannot trust people. He claimed to be an employee of the Cayman Islands government. So he knew the things to say to get staff to trust him. So they did the transaction. Right? He claims that he was going to be using a credit card belonging to a co-worker. So when he said, okay, when the um, store clerk said, all right, I need to speak to that person. He then says, oh, she left the location. But here's her credit card number. And he would come and collect the laptop. Honey, child, let me play the video so you guys can see. Once again, invest in some good cameras. There he is. Conducting the transaction. Walks in. Oh, where's the IT department, sir? It's back there. Oh, okay. No problem. And he walks in the back, big and bold, honey child. Really bold. So then he shows up between 6 and 6.30 in the evening to collect the laptop. Now, the store clerks, I'm sure they know better by now. He didn't provide any form of ID. We are way too trusting in K-Man, trust me. Nowhere else in the world could you go and pick up a laptop or anything from a store and not show an ID. But, you know, K-Man boy. We're used to mostly honest people, but times have changed. The following day, the bank makes contact and says, "Uh, this card is a stolen card. And so, you know, we got a thief on our hands. Hmm. This instance, he's a Jamaican national, but he was putting on a proper accent. So he, knew, he didn't walk in the door with, hey, Bloods, you in right, this not No, 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 no. He went in there, um, good evening. My name is Mr. Brinkman, and I'm here to collect my laptop. Erico Brinkman that's such a strange name but yes that is my name and I'm here to pick up this laptop because I work for the Cayman Islands government can you assist me kindly dear sir where's the IT department and they said oh sir the IT department's back there oh very well thank you I certainly appreciate it and then he goes back there hello my name is Mr Brinkman um I'm here to pick up a laptop so he stole the laptop folks so again we honed in on a couple of things the gold watch, the ring, the chain the hat he wore a little hat but that didn't help disguise anything. Chow Tracy said what a week So then here we are same day we caught him in 30 minutes and ooh honey chow he likes the as those young people say he likes the floss. You see how slow the website is? Ugh, horrible. So yes, he was identified as Mark Lawrence of Jamaica. And he's all over social media trying to live the high life. Yeah, look at him, child. Yep, same ring. You notice the ring right there. Same watch. Same chain. You see? You be giving yourself away, folks. Okay, man, got some dumb thieves, though. But it don't matter because we can catch you. So there he is, less than half an hour. Look at here. Living the good life. Oh, yeah. Looking good, fella. Mm-hmm. So after we catch him, there's his Instagram account. Statics ring, customer service, entrepreneur, he says. Fortis for life, Leo Bourne. He's an August baby. He's a Leo like me. Leos are, some of us are good people, but obviously some are not. So they were able to recover the laptop. Police didn't do that, folks, because you know what happens with the police, right? They take their sweet time. So, yeah wearing a distinctive Mercedes Benz ring and gold watch. On his Instagram page, this one claims that he was self-made and is both humble and persistent. Well, child, he's a self-made thief is what he is. So after we catch him, he locked down his Instagram account. And you guys know we get all the news, honey child, cause we be digging hard. So in the photo, when he went into the store, he's wearing a DEH hat. But we knew he was not employed there. Apparently, his stepson worked at DEH. So this is one of those real scammers. He come here scamming the women, too, and got married in a hurry. It's called a marriage of convenience, folks. Got engaged on November the 17th of 2018. Married on December the 12th of 2018 to a young lady who lived in Cayman Brack and she worked for airport security. They weren't even living together. Hello, marriage of convenience, immigration, where are you? When he was in the Brac, he worked for a local food company, a local food farmer. And he used to work at the canteen at the Lehman E. Scott High School. So he had his hometown listed as Freeport, New York. But of course we know him, him from Yad, Yardy. Folks, don't do it. Now the difference is um, this fella, so after we solved the case for the police, right? Do you guys know? That two days afterwards, the police allowed him to leave the jurisdiction. I don't know if Mark—I don't know if he's come back or not. Mark Lawrence, are you back in the Cayman Islands? This is why the businesses in Cayman. This is why you, the good people of the Cayman Islands, do not trust the police. It had been reported to them, and they allowed the man to get on the plane and still leave the jurisdiction. We solved the case for you. What you doing? They're not the only ones. Remember um, the one in the Bay there? Um, oh, gosh. What was the name of that store again? Let me see if I can find this one. Uh, it's a clothing store there in Camada Bay. It's going to come to me in a second. So they contacted us, too, and said, someone has stolen from us and the police have had the report for three weeks along with all sorts of CCTV footage and nothing has been done. Hmm. Yes. Let me, let me remind you guys, this is October of last year. So remember this case? Here we go. Shoplifter still in the loose. After hitting Bay two weeks before. October the 26th. And these companies come to us because they go to the police and the police can sit on it for two weeks and do nothing. So when they come to us, they know within 30 minutes we're going to have the people ID'd. Because you see, the police are pussyfooting around. Well, we don't know who they are. We're not sure. We're trying to find them. And it's like, really? How hard are you trying? Because we put it up and in 30 minutes, we can tell you exactly who you are, who they are. So, honey chow, the three thieves in this case were caught and arrested the following day. All of a sudden the police could find them then because we ID'd them, we did their job for them. And do you guys remember the joke about this one? <laughs> One of the girls actually walked into the police station. <clears throat> yes, child. And you know, when you're when you're local in your Caymanian, people gonna know that nose and that mouth for so and so. Oh yeah, I know her mama, and she always stealing. So people are going to know who they are. They stole thousands of dollars worth of merchandise in the space of four hours that came out of bay on October the 16th. Police got the report and they took their sweet time. So businesses have recognized the power of CMR as well. Hey, we don't mind. Hello. You know who pays for when this kind of thing happens? When thieves go out there and they hit these businesses, they defraud businesses, it's you and I. We ultimately pay the price for that. Because the business is going to absorb the loss in some way, shape, or form. And normally that means higher prices, additional security, Things that add to the cost of them doing business and we feel the pinch. We're the one who those costs are passed on to. So we solve that case too. They walk into the police station. Oh, CMR is harassing me. Who are you? Well, my name is so-and-so and and they claim that um, I stole. Okay. CMR didn't name you, honey child. We just put up the picture from the CCTV camera. So if you walk into the police station and said, we put up your photo, then um, mystery has been solved. Okay. What a hot mess. So shoplifters are now in court. I saw them the other day. Two of them were no show. The young man showed up. Uh, One of them called she gave me some cry sob story again. Oh, Miss, Miss Sandra, I have a daughter. And I said, oh, you do? Were you thinking about your daughter when you decided to steal? Well, um, that's not me. And I said, okay, let me try to understand what you're trying to tell me. It's not you in the, pic- like, the picture looks like somebody else, but people are thinking it's you because I didn't name anybody in that story. I just put up the CCTV photos. So when you say it's not you, what exactly do you mean it's not you? Well, yeah, that's my picture, but I didn't see it. Okay, that's a very different sort of excuse. If that is your picture, you will have your day in court to put forward your excuse of a story about how it's not you. And then it will be up to the judge or jury to decide if they're going to believe you. All I know is the company can show us CCTV footage. And those are the still images from that. And if, if that is you, then you got some explaining to do. So, can't help you. Oh, but Miss Sandra, yeah, boy. Don't steal. I don't know how hard it can be. CMR, Crime Buster, child, we do our part. We definitely do our part. And you'd be surprised how many times we've given tips to the police and we don't even tell you all about it because a lot of people trust us with information. There's a very serious case right now with a young child who is being um, groomed by a pedophile and child predator. And so parents will contact us because they don't even know what to do. And we are able to assist the authorities getting involved. People don't always trust the police. A lot of times they come to us. And when it involves children, let me tell you something, we do not joke around. We will make sure that those people land their behinds in jail without a doubt. So yes, we got a lot of information and we got a lot of tips. The only thing that surprised me, folks, and I'm really not all that surprised, but you know, are the people that came to this young man's defense. Let's read some of the comments because they are ever so interesting. All right, let me do a screen share again. We had 252 comments on the second story once he was identified. Let's scoot back down a little bit. Video, stapler thief sought by office supply store. That one only had 74 comments. So at first, what were people saying? Oh, let's catch him. Yes, let's like that comment. Lord, if you're not too busy, look, yeah, look this way. Mm-hmm. How the hell did he come up with such an idea? Slick, says Marie. Uh, Sarah Sue had me laughing. She says, so what are you in for? You know, when you go to jail and they're like, uh, what are you in here for? Stealing a high-powered stapler, says Janelle. Oh, some of these comments are kind of funny though. Paulette says, man going to say grand larceny with confidence. Hunter says, Andrea says, white man, a teeth stapler, maratted the world gone mad. I'm going to like that one because that's kind of funny. This one has a little man stirring his coffee like, what are you joking? This is a sign, K-Man needs stimulus checks, John please. It's just a sign that we have a lot of thieves around here. So all of these comments are pretty like, geez, good looking guy, why Poppy? why? Vanessa, you trying to behave, You're talking about good looking guy. <laughs> Someone says there's staplers out there that cost 69.99. Apparently, yes, there are. Ava says, what an embarrassment. So all of these comments were like, oh my gosh, what the heck is going on here? Soka says, all of you who think this is the first for him, raise your hands. That's what I thought. Okay. So then once we find out who he is, let's go back to the next story. Identifying him as Reed. There he is. Reed Parker has been identified as a stapler thief and then we have 252 comments so no longer 70 something comments now we gone to 252 and all of a sudden folks listen to the tune of the stories Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. the posts have changed now now it's like oh my gosh He's a nice guy. Not not these. These are these are the Caymanians saying, "Hold on a second now. You people are stupid." Here, this one. A week a few weeks ago, I went shopping in Kirk's Supermarket and I had a case of Cokes at the bottom of the rack of the shopping trolley. Oh, I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did, Rose. I'm so sure you did. Yes. I lo- I locked my car and went back into the supermarket to the same cashier. Oh, yes, yeah, she didn't realize the sodas were at the bottom of the rack. And told her about the sodas blah blah blah. Um, Rose, read before you make yourself look stupid because that is not what is going on here. Let us refresh your memories. This man had nothing in his hand. He didn't have a trolley full of anything that he might've forgotten an item. This was not a mistake. So the excuses start. Rose says, This could be my picture posted here in Mall Road for a case of sodas. Good thing I wore my lucky polka dot underwear that day. The stupidity of these comments, folks. This is when you know White is right. I don't even know who Rose is, but she's here. Rose Powell, she's not like she's a Caymanian, but here she is making stupid excuses for this man. I don't see no trolley full of nothing. I see a single item in his left hand and it's the one stapler. I see a video with him purposely swapping out the staples. Coffee in his hand. He can't be hurt that bad if he can afford cafe and So Then we have Clark, Andre, who says, yeah, it could have been that he just forgot. Well, Lord Jesus, if you walk in with one item in your hand, and you go to the register and pay for it after you swapped it out, you're not forgetting a damn thing here, folks. This was not that type of a situation. Hannah, I agree. I'm sure it's a simple case of forgetting it was there. Wow. These are people who didn't even bother to read the article. You understand? They don't read it, they don't watch the video, But because they see this picture, aw, he can't be possible stealing anything. He looks like such a nice guy. He's Canadian. Oh, my God. Even, oh, yeah, he's a nice guy. He wouldn't do that. Hmm. Really? The comments get even more ridiculous, folks. Oh, yes, I had a similar experience overseas. Oh, my God, I went into a store, and before departing the store, I forgot. Folks, stop talking foolishness. Oh, you're publicly shaming him. Let the owners deal with this, they say. Really, Rose? It's funny because when we post other people, And publicly shame other people, mostly Jamaicans and Caymanians. I don't see Rose on here trying to defend them. Isn't that funny? The vast majority. Oh, here's one. This one says who the F cares award goes to you guys for your excellence in journalism, as well as professionalism and ethics and civil privacy. Civil privacy? (laughs) Now, you know you people have lost the plot here. Michael, Galuli. you ain't got no damn sense. Civil privacy? You have no entitlement to privacy when you walk into a business establishment and you steal. It's as simple as that. Yes, MKY store. Thank you, El Ray. Privacy? When you're in public and you act the fool, whether it's stealing or otherwise, you have no entitled, entitlement to privacy. You have privacy in your own home. Steal your own damn stapler from the bedroom to the kitchen. I mean, the comments are ridiculous. Big shout out to Andine. Andine had a good joke here. She said he must be doing a new mixed drink call. Famous in CMR for stealing a stapler. And K-Man Truth said, honest thief? Because trust me, the comments were getting ridiculous. Oh, it's an honest mistake? An honest thief? I don't think so. Adriano had to jump in on the conversation. Manager at Palm Heights. Of course you are. I bet you. I bet you. Adriana is probably Canadian too. Canadian Maple Leaf Mafia. Thanks for unmasking the night stapler, the greatest thief in history. That's not the point. If he steals a stapler from office supply store, what else do you think the man's stealing? His employer should be very worried. Shaquille, this is my little friend. I'm surprised by Shaquille's comment. Shaquille says people are feeling it, especially in these times. Really? Wow. k is the best place in the world to be right now. You got access to your pension money, although he just got here during the lockdown. So he was lucky to be here, be fortunate enough to not be stuck behind a mask, not be stuck in quarantine. Not be stuck getting COVID. So he's in the safest place in the world. I'm not saying he may not be stressed out. I don't know what his situation is. But people are feeling it so they go out and steal a stapler. What exactly are you feeling? Huh. I agree we're all human and we do stupid things. It's not a mistake though. When you deliberately steal in the manner in which this man stole, that is not a mistake. That is a straight up theft. And there's no excuse for it. Ah, thank you. Someone just reminded us that here he is stealing a stapler. And guess what? There are other people out there who don't even have a job. Other Caymanians, I mind you, who do not even have a job. Right? Come on. Let's get real here. Poor Curtis. He says that he stole... A stapler, 46 years ago when he was 10 years old, I tell him he lucky CMR wasn't around then. So all these people, oh, um, he maybe he did not realize that he had it. Things like that happen all the time, says Janice. She's a um, beauty therapist, Jamaican lady, looks like. Yes, honey child, it happens all the time where you go and swap out two items and then you go and pay for, it's so funny that he swapped them and didn't end up paying for the cheaper one. He just pays for the more expensive one and it's okay. Here's Max from Dublin, Ireland. He says, quick, CMR, there's a mother and foster swapping the reduced one-to-nine sticker on a fresh pack of cheese. Well, I would have preferred to see that happen. At least it's food. And maybe she's in need trying to feed her children. But you see the ridiculous comments supporting this behavior 250 something comments. Here's Mishka. Poor little Mishka. See, um, Al has it best. This is exactly what it is. It's called Selective Outrage Excuses for Some. And that's precisely what it is, folks. Crazy. Yep. Thank you, El Ray, for your sensible comment on here. Let me like that one. Shelly says, such a sweet guy. <laughs> what a hot mess. Andreen says, she's just happy he's not Jamaican. La Verdad, who's from Brazil, says, wow, 200 plus comments. Imagine if he goes back for the staples. You see, you can make light of it when you don't run a business because you don't know how often these businesses have to deal with people stealing from them. And you don't know how that impacts their bottom line. Staff members being paid what they're being paid, right? You guys wanna cuss companies, oh, well, you're only paying $6 an hour. You're only doing this, you're only doing that. Well, you know what? If you guys would stop stealing from them, Maybe they could afford to pay their employees a little bit more. Maybe they could afford to give businesses or their employees a little bonus. This is what I'm talking about. It's ridiculous. Roy says, listen to Roy now, you got nothing better to do on election time than to chase some moron that stole a tiny thing from a huge business like Kirk's? First of all, you idiot. Oh, I'm sorry, let me be nice. First of all, Roy, he didn't steal it from Kirk's. So when you don't even bother to read the story, right? How do you think you have the nerves to be commenting? Like seriously, it wasn't Kirk's. And whether it was Kirk's or office supply, it does not matter. All businesses are impacted by these sorts of things, folks. I agree, Larry. I despise a thief too. So now it's like, oh, they're a large business. So of course we can steal from them because they're a large business. Really? Okay. Okay. And you know their financial position how? So just because they're a large business, huh? Let me let me translate that a little bit further for you guys. Remember the home invasion in Patrick Island? Does that make it right to steal from them because oh wow, they're rich people. They had the latest iPhone, they had the latest iPad. Well, they didn't rob poor people. That's funny because I didn't see Roy or anybody else making those excuses for those poor local fools who decided to break the law and steal from rich people. It doesn't matter who you steal from. But apparently Roy thinks that, oh, it's election time. We not got nothing better to do. Are you trying to be a real journalist? You know what we're trying to be? A voice in this community for right and wrong. A voice in this community where a business can come to us and 30 minutes later... They know who perpetrated the theft against them. And half an hour later, he's there paying his $50. That's what we're doing. He's telling us, oh, chase real stories. Wow. Poor Roy. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Like I said, when it's white, it's right. You know, the countless number of stories that we have done with Caymanians and with locals and folks. You don't have to take my word for this. Go back. Read those stories for yourself. Read those comments for yourself. You would never see a Roy. I don't even know where Roy is from. But you would never see him commenting on a story about Eve high voltage. Don't worry, Curtis. We still don't get to Elvis. You would never see that. Thank you, L. Ray. Ted Bundy was also a super sweet guy, but you better not walk past him too slow. Bridget, she just posted an hour ago. She works for DM. Bridget, girl, please. Bridget says, oh, but there's lots of reasons how this could have innocently happened. It's a stapler for crying out loud. Bridget, does it matter what it is? Does it really matter to you what it is? Honestly, it shouldn't matter, folks. You steal anything, it's still a theft. And it still requires a dishonest intent. It starts in your mind. He formulated a plan. That's right, darlene. A thief is a thief, no matter how you slice it. Good morning, Loretta. Yes, it's like they don't understand the definition of theft. I agree, Al Ray. Let me give you the basic definition per the penal code. It is the intent to permanently deny. I don't think the word, I don't think they use the word deny, but to permanently basically deny someone of something that you don't have a legal right to. This isn't his, this is obtaining property by deception. Unfortunately, Tracy, Tracy says race has nothing to do with this regardless of where he's from, he's committed a crime. What I'm telling you is when you read the comments, it becomes very apparent that the people defending him and the reasons why they are, they may not even be aware of why they are psychologically defending the man because it is because Tracy, this is human beings for you. He looks like this and not like this. I'm telling you, nobody defending Eve. She was caught on CCTV too. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the discourse, the 250 something comments are very, very different depending on who you are. And it's shocking. Remember when the lawyer from Maples, the former partner, was accused of beating his wife into pulp in a hotel in Miami and South Beach? Go back and read those comments. When you read the comments, it's always some excuse. Oh, maybe he blacked out. Maybe it wasn't him, right? Check yourself. As them young people say, check yourself before you wreck yourself. And so, you know, are we a little bit of a moral compass for people? Well, according to Cameron, Cameron says, before I do anything wrong in this world, I'll stop and ask myself if I want to end up on CMR, and it stops me every time. Miss Mary chimed in and said, that's the reason I make sure I even park my car straight in the parking lot. (laughs) Don't want to see my car in CMR wondering if I bought my license instead of paying for it. You understand? Allison says, I do the same thing. I'm not even stepping one foot out of line because I know CMR doesn't discriminate. Ricky says, yep. The new moral compass. Well, we didn't try to really be the new moral compass, but Hey, it is what it is. Making excuses for him permanently deprived. Thank you. Yes. Cha- you know, I should know that the intent to permanently deprive. Yes. That's the exact wording that's in the penal code. Thank you, little legal eagles. All right, folks, good luck to read. His employer called and was asking for it to be removed. I say shame on his employer, because if that was the command, and you would've been fired five times already. You become part of the problem, you enablers. When you make excuses for this behavior. And by the way, before we move on from this particular topic. The last thing the young lady said is, oh, we're willing to pay you. So let me set the record straight here, folks. CMR cannot be bribed. We cannot be bought. Don't even think about it. We've been offered money before, believe it or not. You'd be surprised what people are willing to do to get a story down. Don't offer to pay us. It should be illegal to even say those words. But it's not going to make a difference to us. This isn't about money. This is very, very simple. Right and wrong and being fair to everyone. So no, honey child, we're not going to take your money. Don't offer it and we're not going to take it. Imagine. Oh, I'll pay you to take it down. Just go pay for the stapler. If he didn't have the money to pay for the stapler, he should not have taken the stapler. You can find money to try and make me take down an article. Clearly, you need to get some money to him if you claim that he's in such need that a stapler becomes a priority. Thank you, Clinton. Good morning. <laughs> Adriana says we're the new on 27. Chad, don't even compare us to them. We're totally different. Than anything that came out has ever seen, and that's okay. Now, let's talk about last night. Woo wee! What a hot night it was. First of all, Karen wants to know what a $70 stapler does. You know what? Someone mentioned earlier, and I think that's a fair point. Maybe it was one of those automatic staplers. I don't really know. I suspect that was probably the case. But yes, honey child, a $70 stapler around here better be washing my dishes. You better get to work. Debbie, I know there's an offense of trying to bribe a public officer. I don't know if trying to bribe somebody privately if that um, is an offense or not. I mean, I've never even heard of it. I've never heard of anyone being charged with it. So I don't know. I guess they can offer and it's up to you whether or not you want to accept. So guess what, folks? Um. Somebody else says that they're out of Facebook jail, but they're in Facebook jail, so they don't get out till tomorrow. But those who are making light of this, I hope their employers are watching out for them. Yes. Somebody else says cute face with a very bad habit. Not good. Um. All right, getting some more messages here. So listen, last night was lit. That was the only word for what went down, okay? So let's break it down. It was amazing to see Elvis. He joined the forum last night, the chamber forum solo. So Juliana O'Connor Connolly was a no show. Miss Judy Sana, as people call her, Judy, Judas, Judas, Judas Cause she, she can turn on you like Judas did on Jesus. But let me tell you, that was her mistake. These candidates think that they don't have to care about reaching us, the people they can continue with their normal shenanigans and it ain't going to matter. That's what they believe. That's how much or how little they think of us. Well, she may have just lost the election. Hallelujah. Oh, child, where's my hallelujah button? Hmm. Let me get my hallelujah button ready. Because yes, she may have lost the election after last night. Now, see, there it is. I know you guys are gonna find this hard to believe, but Elvis did good. He pulled it out of the bag. It was like a hat of tricks. Now I didn't actually get to listen to Elvis. But based on the comments, and I saw them all, Elvis blew everybody away. As a matter of fact, I understand that even the people asking the questions towards the end were like, Elvis, you did a good job. Yes. Congratulations, Elvis. Now y'all think because Elvis does a couple shows where he uses profanity and he goes on look crazy, That Elvis don't know what time it is? Guess what? It's Elvis time, apparently. Elvis knows what is going on. The man has a lot of common sense. And he can speak the truth at the average person's level. He don't have no PhD. He's not going in there to be premier. He probably wouldn't even take a ministry. But you know what? They could really put him to good use as a community worker. Wow. Elvis. The comments. First of all, at one point, I wasn't able to watch it because I was at Johan Moxham's meeting, which I'm going to talk about here in a second. But at one point, Elvis had 237 people watching the show. Folks, this is a runaway, and I tell you no word of lie. This is definitely a runaway debate. No one else has done that. Elvis was bringing in the numbers, folks. So much so that he is breaking all kind of chamber records for this debate season. Everyone says, listen to me. He may not be eloquent and using all kind of big words, but you don't need that to solve problems. Elvis knows what time it is. Somebody said, boy, Elvis must've found his bag of high quality stuff. Cause you know, Elvis likes to puff his little cannabis. They say, boy, this must be the real good stuff because he was on point last night. I was like, what? Seriously, Elvis was kicking butt at the chamber debate and taking names, but not taking any prisoners. He's like, mm. Everyone was impressed pretty much. So Juliana, you thought you were too posh or whatever. I don't know, looking down at poor Elvis. But what you have done, my friend, is look down on the people of Cayman in Brock. Because now they're like, wow, we've been underestimating Elvis. If we can give Captain Eugene 20 years in the LA who does nothing and speaks about nothing, at least we know Elvis is gonna speak up. He's gonna make some sort of a contribution, right? you all sit there thinking Elvis a fool. He fooled you. He pulled it out of the bag last night, folks. And the comments demonstrated that. And the views also demonstrated. So last night we had three events on simultaneously. David White had a, um, a political meeting. The chamber had the chamber forum debate. Only Elvis showed up. Juliana did not show. And Johan Moxham also had his meeting. Now, Johan's meeting, I'm going to talk about here in a second. But the cold, hard numbers were not lying. Now, you know, social media numbers speak a lot about what people are interested in and what is going on in the community. Let me tell you the cold, hard facts here this morning. This was Dwayne Seymour by himself at his debate. No one is going to be making this sort of a meme about Elvis. I even had someone say to me, how the heck can Dwayne Seymour lose a debate when it's just him by himself? Because they were not impressed. They're like, what, what is this guy saying? So someone made a meme, breaking news, Town East, John John loses debate. And he didn't have anybody debating there with him. And I wanna say this for the record. If you get the opportunity to participate, especially in the chamber debate. Now, listen, I understand some of you are objecting to the compass. They're politicians who have literally boycotted the compass and came crosstalk. They're not going on there because they're taking a stand with what they say are Caymanians because of how traditionally they have treated Caymanians and how they treated Woody. Okay. But the chamber forums have been going on for some 18 years. They are impartial. And, you know, at the end of the day, it gives the people an opportunity to hear what your ideas are. So I can't give anybody right who don't show up to this forum, unless you have a real good excuse, and they have set the schedule so you rearrange your schedule to make sure that you're there. Well, everybody's like, "Mm -mm." John. John was by himself, and he still lost the debate. Not Elvis. Juliana, you gave Elvis an opportunity to shine all by himself. What were you thinking? Foolish, foolish, foolish mistake. And it speaks of someone who doesn't even understand the people and what they want. This is the first year that we are doing virtual debates, but I can assure you that they are no less impactful. Yes, that's the, people like Elvis is grassroots, he gets it. He understands the plight. Lena says, red flags. That's CeCe's trending word of the week. Karen agrees that must've been some high grade stuff that he did before going on the show, but Elvis was on point. Darlene says, Elvis is very intelligent. Very real, and he knows his ish. Elvis for premiere. Well, we might be going a little bit too far now, but anyway. Karen says, I need my shirt. No weed, no vote. Well, I agree. Good morning, Linda. Yes, environmental minister, says Louis. Al says, the irony of things, the wise man always learns from a fool. (laughs) You know, it turns out that some of these so-called candidates are not really that wise, because if you were really wise, you would have showed up. Big shout out to Wayne Panton and his crew.
2: Newlands is a vibrant and diverse community, which is experiencing tremendous growth as the Cayman population continues moving east. Heather Bodden and I have kept the Savannah Newlands Community Office open over the last four years to serve residents and address their needs. We will continue to do the work of improving and enhancing our communities in conjunction with well-established district councils. This work includes neighborhood watch programs for all communities, the setup and training of sufficient community emergency response teams, the safety and security of homes and businesses public transportation, road improvements, effectively addressing drainage and flooding issues, managing and maintaining public spaces, implementing a local composting facility, and beautifying our roadsides and community parks. My objective is to make Newlands the best community in Grand Cayman, where residents enjoy a quality of life that is second to none.
1: Good day, K-Man, I'm Kenneth Bryan, incumbent MP and candidate in the 2021 election. I would like to invite you to my campaign launch meeting on Saturday, the 20th of March at the Kirkholm Center parking lot, 256 Eastern Avenue. Come and hear my plans for Cayman and how I intend to address the issues that we face. There will be special guest speakers and surprise endorsements. Refreshments will be served and Cayman's talented Quincy Brown will be the host for the night. The launch starts at 7pm sharp, so make sure to mark the time and date on your calendars. This meeting is for everyone, because I stand for all Caymanians, regardless of where you vote. And remember to wear yellow to show your support. My committee and I are excited to prove to you why I am the best choice on election day. I look forward to seeing you and make sure you bring a friend. And remember, together we still can make him and better.
3: It's good, folks. Elvis was on fire. Marshall says since she didn't bother to show up for the people last night, maybe the people shouldn't show up for her. Well, show up, just don't show up for her. Vote for Elvis, Cayman Brackers. Show Juliana who is in charge here. She thinks that she's running the show, really? She had run out now and paved a couple roads and be like, come on now, give me your vote. Remember, I'm representing the Christian view in this country. I'm gonna keep all the lesbians out of the LA. They'll be hanging out at my yard instead. Don't fool for it. Don't fall for it, folks. <laughs> Do not fall for it. Elvis killed it. It was a knockout straight out of the park. Well done, Elvis. And don't you guys worry. We have Elvis and speed dial. And I'm hoping that by next week, we bring Elvis on the program. Poor Juliana. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. That show had 296 comments, folks. Wow. Go there, Elvis. Everyone was impressed with Elvis's performance, pretty much. Juliana, you're in trouble. Never underestimate your opponent. That has got to be rule number one. Just go to the Facebook page, Jonathan, or YouTube, and uh, click on videos, and all the chamber videos are right there. Elvis, we'll be talking to you soon on the show. I'll let you guys know when he's coming on. Make sure you tune in. Show your support. But... I'm sorry, Juliana, if you win the if you lose the election, you don't have nobody to blame, but yourself. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye to you. When people get too comfortable in their seats, they think that they can do anything to us, they can say anything to us and. We're gonna still vote for them no matter what. They don't. They're they're beginning to not care. They're lying to the people, <clears throat> Mr. Premier. And uh, despite lying to us and then saying, "Oops, I think somebody didn't give me the correct memo," but I'm gonna sit in a debate and be authoritative when I speak the lies. Well, the people are speaking, you know. And I'm telling you. The impact of social media is going to have a real impact on this election. Elvis only needs one more vote than Juliana to send her packing. And oh, what a glorious day that would be. Let's look at the numbers, folks. Let's look at the hard, cold numbers over here on this computer screen. So the Alliance, and I'm stealing this from, um, who was it that did this yesterday? Alliance, that's their new name. Get it straight. This is what they had going on last night. So they had Roy's meeting, and you know they bust people in, right? For Roy's meeting. So when we captured this image, they had 26 people watching. Now to be fair to them, um, they went up to I think forty four, and they were promoting it all over the place. So they have it on multiple platforms. That was Barbara speaking. Yes, vote for, vote for, um, vote for David. He not doing nothing. He can't. He can't talk. Elvis speaks better than David, but vote for him because you got to keep the PPM in power no matter what. There's our little friend, Austin. Austin sitting in the background taking some notes. Good for Austin. Better take some notes, Austin. Mm -mm -mm. We know what's going on in Prospect. Change is coming. I feel the winds of change, folks. Yes, Alwick is going to be bringing it home. 26 people. Like I said, they went up to 44. I was monitoring it. My man, Elvis, 237 people. Now here's, here's the joke. Let me pull my screen thing over here for a second. 237. Right now we have 273 of you watching, which is ironic. But Elvis killed it. 237. Woo! Johan Moxham at that time had 187 people watching. See the number up there? He went up to, I know for sure he went over 200. I think at one point he was about 218. Folks, these numbers speak volume to what people are doing and what people are thinking. A lot of people can't make it out to these uh meetings, right? So they're sitting down in the comfort of their homes and they're watching. So if you think they're gonna they're gonna do a little thing today tell you, oh, these social number n- these social numbers don't matter. Nicholas um, Nicholas said Elvis actually went up to 250 at one point. And that does include people watching on YouTube and elsewhere. So yes, he was like the runaway Candidate, he's going to pull it out of the bag. I'm telling you folks, Juliana has made a mistake by underestimating her opponent. Cameron Brock not that big. He don't need a whole lot of numbers to win. And he only needs one more than her to be quite frank. So, wow. Poor Progressives where their alliance government are struggling to even get people to watch them online. This is, Ty says, depends on Brock and how they feel. Well, that's the only thing that they can tell you, Ty. The best they have is to tell you to stick to the evil that you know. Why are you sticking to evil at all? Give somebody else a chance, folks. That's the best they have. Oh, yeah. Well, well, you know us. Well, we do know you. And you know what we know about you? We know that you, Barbara, didn't speak up when McKeever Bush beat the shit out of a woman. We know that you, Austin, didn't speak up. We know that you, Roy, didn't speak up. David, you didn't speak up. We know that you guys have failed this country miserably. People are hurting all over this country right now. So that's the evil that we know. So the evil that we know, not really looking all that good, folks. But that is the best that they have. Or keep us because you know what you got, but you don't know what you're getting. That is dumb. That don't make no sense. That's the equivalent of me having an abusive husband. But oh, I know what I got. Yeah, I got a shitty husband. I got a husband who's going to beat me every night. Knowing what you got is not what you should be setting. That's not the standard that you should be setting for yourself. That's ridiculous. My Prince Charming is right around the corner, but oh no, I'm not going to get rid of this fool because I know what I got. How does that make any sense? This is when people start to play these mind games with you. They think they're smart, but you got to be smarter than them. No weed, no vote. Congratulations, Elvis. Your hands meeting, I was there covering it live and it was lit. He had a couple hundred people. I even heard the new leader, the PPM stopped by on the fringes in his car to see what was going on. Now, when you have the progressives and they say, oh yeah, we had 150 people. Well, I saw a lot of empty chairs. But you have five, six people on your podium. so say each one of them get five supporters coming out. That's not the same as one candidate, Johan having 200 people coming out. That's not the same as Sammy Jackson, one candidate having 300 people come out. But they like to play these mind games with you. Like, ooh, we had so many people in the audience, we had to bust them in, but we still have so many people there. They're all for the alliance government. Folks, the independents are keen to not make the same mistake that they made last time and not being able to form a government. And I'm telling you, they are working very diligently behind the scenes to make it happen. And the people who are not willing to be team players, and you know who you are as candidates, you're getting left behind. Because no one this time around is going to take a chance with either someone who cannot be a team player or someone who's proven themselves to be turncoat and duplicitous or power hungry. Because there's only so many ministerial seats, folks. So you cannot sit back and think that every single person going into LA is going to get a ministerial position. That's impossible. And so some candidates will have to understand that they are going to have to fall back. Good morning, Miss Sabrina. Good
4: they morning.
3: Fall back, folks. If you're a first candidate, don't be going up there talking about you deserve a ministerial position. Go sit your behind down, relax (laughs) yourself. You're there to learn. And this is what is making me uneasy about a few, just a handful of people who are running, but chances are they're not getting in anyway. How are you, my dear? I am fine. And it's good to be back. It's been a little while, but a lot, lots of things have been going on. Girl, I know you've been busy. Oh All yeah the other candidates out there busy now tell us what's been going on since the time that we saw you last I understand that last week, Saturday was the day from hell for me and my website issues which still persists but I do understand that you have opened up an office which you're hoping to come and visit maybe this weekend Tell us a little bit about that yes Sandra I am honored to
4: say that um last week Saturday we uh launched or opened had the grand opening for our um my campaign headquarters, which is at number 33, Marina Drive, which is the second uh, house or third structure after, um, as you enter Marina Drive on the left. So I am ready and it shows my commitment and investment to the people of the Prospect community, um, so that there's a neutral place for them to come. And you know, once, and I'm going to be very positive, once they have elected me to be their elected representative there's no way of searching or looking for a constituency office what is now deemed headquarters will be the constituency office for the electoral district of prospect
3: Mm-mm-mm. so um sabrina you have to explain to me how were you able to find an office in prospect and the current mp said it was impossible Well, let me tell you something.
4: I have embarked on this journey 100% in faith. And what's for you is for you. And exactly, I have been from the day I sat out to and confirm my intentions of running for political office. That has always been one of the key things on my agenda. And it just so happened that I I never gave up the fight of looking for a, a, a location within the residential area. And it and it dropped on my lap. Uh, there was a house that's being refurbished, and I just am so happy uh, that that house uh, was in an immediate circle of mine. The owner is Miss Dahlia Webb. She was putting it into the rental market. and you know, I it it landed on my lap the Saturday before that. and I went on Saturday, looked at it, saw the potential and I sealed the deal on Sunday, and the following Saturday was the grand opening. Now, you can imagine that has been her primary home, a family home for for decades, and um, I want to thank her and her family, especially the children, for allowing me to to have that place that they so cherish and have so much memories, but new memories are going to come, and I'm sure, I, I know for a fact, that the people of Prospect will respect that space for what it is once they have elected me come April 14th. Name it
3: and claim it.
4: That's right.
3: Wow. Well, I mean, you've done what others have said is impossible, which is finding an office right in your district. Seems to me it wasn't really impossible at all. It just took a little bit of effort. So kudos and hats off to you. We're hoping that um, I'll be able to visit sometime in the next couple of days to show people you know, what the office looks like. So they know exactly where to find it if they live in the beautiful district of Prospect. So yes. what else have you um, been up to? We know that you participated in the chamber um, forum, the candidates forum. Um, how yes. was that? That experience, a, a, a lot of people, I guess, I'm. a lot of people are
4: surprised that this is my first time ever going in and putting myself into the political ring. Um, I, I, The experience was definitely almost out of my comfort zone, so to speak, despite me knowing I am a public speaker and I, I control myself quite nicely. But um, it was really good to be in the same room with your opponents. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I must thank all of the sponsors. I must thank the chamber for that. Um, and, it, and it really showed uh, how we are under pressure because I personally did not know what was coming. I answered those questions as honest and to the best of my ability and the reviews that i've gotten from those persons who have seen that interview um all kudos to me and i, I thank them for their continued support um after that i was um interviewed last week friday on mr orit connor's show radio kman that was resounding obviously i was in my zone i was i i how i executed if i May have lost some votes for from the chamber. I think I redeemed myself last week, Friday, in how I executed and, and, and hitting the key points. And now I'm more and more hitting the pavement running because I've heard a person saying they haven't seen me. But I just want to let people know that, Sandra, I am still working in my office. I am uh-huh. in my office from 9.30, 10 o'clock in the morning until after two in the afternoon because I am self-paying for this campaign. Uh-huh. It is a huge undertaking. And if you're going to do it by the books in accordance to law, I am. I, I can do this publicly to tell you that this office, my business, is predominantly paying for this campaign. I'm not blessed. Uh-huh. And as such, I have to earn my keep and um, I get out in the community to go to as much doors as I can. And I I, I find myself actually um, apologizing to every door that I knock on, understanding that going to people's doors impromptu, unannounced, that they could be just frustrated with traffic coming home, have to assist their children with homework, preparing supper. Some of them have actually been been eating uh, or, or eating their supper. So apologizing um, but I must say so far for everyone that I have engaged with who were expecting, not expecting me but embraced me, my experience have been welcomed. It's like finally I know you would have reached and they understand exactly. With the contracted time of, of being able to campaign, um, definitely confirming my schedule. Next week, Thursday, I'm having a next public meeting in the parking lot of the kitchen. That is the, the jerk center right there at the entrance of the Chrissy Tomlinson roundabout. And I've been doing so much with launching the headquarters. I think people are understanding exactly how I'm approaching this and I'm doing it holistically, but not by any means taking anything for granted or being complacent. The reality is Sabrina Turner is self-funded.
3: And I'm glad you mentioned that, Sabrina, because we did have um, some people saying, oh, I heard that PPM is paying Sabrina's bills and this and that. And I said, listen, folks, stop engaging in foolish conversations that actually have no merit. Because at the end of the day, I personally know, because obviously you're doing some advertising with me. So I know where the, where some of your money is coming from, you know? So it it is, I have nothing to hide. I have nothing
4: to hide. And to be honest, I have been blessed uh, to have um, family and very close friends who totally get it. They understand even my clients who have been um, working with me. I've had to make a strategic decision of 18 years of running my business, Sandra, and to the listening and viewing audience, I have made that decision to honestly say I'm not taking on any new clients at this time Mm -hmm. because I know for sure I would not be able to give them the level of service that they have become accustomed to for almost 18 years. Now, Mm -hmm. that in itself is a risk. In in layman's terms, I'm boxing food out of my own mouth to 100% dedicate myself And giving myself within this campaign, but also cognizant that if you retain my service, you expect a a level of service that I know humanly possible. I'm not. I would not be able to do that. So Mm -hmm. I, I have, I have taken the the the, that's calculated risk. Um, in in honestly, just scaling back the menu of services that I offer just for this short time. And I have gotten the understanding and blessing of those who have who my my loyal clients. In all honesty. Mm -hmm.
3: Beautiful. No, I am. Um, listen, I am all for it. Um, you know, I'm also a business owner, so I understand that there are times that sacrifices have to be made. And right now, the sacrifices, you know, you're looking at the bigger picture of yes. what you're trying to accomplish. So I'm glad that you've clarified that, um, Sabrina. That is really, really wonderful. And um, I think things are looking very, very positive in the District of, of Prospect. Lena says, I'm "Miss Sandy, I'm excited for this election. I feel positive change is coming. And listen, Lena, I'm going to a lot of these meetings and I'm there in person and I'm feeling the vibe and it's coming. There's a lot of change that's coming. Some are gonna be more surprised than others. On April the 14th, We will be live streaming pretty much all day here on CMR, bringing all of you election coverage with a view to um, keeping you abreast and updated of everything that's happening that particular day so that you get your real live time reports. So Sabrina, you've done a lot of work and there's so much work to be done. What, What is next for you? You said you're going to focus on um more door to door debbie says cannot wait to welcome sabrina as my new rep in april Beautiful. Thank, you, debbie. thank you debbie and to all
4: of the persons who have pretty much uh solidified their support to me um it's just really honestly um a matter of keeping this momentum up uh getting to engage um, as much as possible door to door with those who are unable to either um, come out to some of the meetings. Hence, I'm trying to get, it on, get in on as much platforms as I can. Uh-huh. Um, the the mayor fact that I now have a campaign headquarters, which as of Tuesday, as of Monday, next week, the 21st, there will be a persons there from approximately 10 until 2 to assist and to possibly make appointments for persons who may want to see me. I'm uh-huh. availing myself when not on the pavement running from around 3.34 in the afternoons because again, I am still within my small business. Um, but there will be lots of things going on. Like I said, Thursday is the uh, is another big meeting at the in the parking lot of the kitchen. We're going to have meet and greet your Candidate pretty much every Tuesday and Friday evening. So if you're going home and you want to stop at 33 Marina Drive, I'm availing myself definitely on Easter Monday we're utilizing the headquarters grounds and we're going to have um a fun day there where we invite parents to bring their children we're going to have co- co- um popcorn snow cone we're going to have a bunks and castle good old bun and cheese so not in in mm-hmm. any way taking away from the tradition of um of what easter is mm-hmm. but we know that easter monday is that neutral day as well who's not already packing up some people would already be home Um, we will be out there and we'll have face painting. We have um, balloonables there. Miss Lisa, uh, our clown, will definitely be there. So that is, I want to use that space in all honesty, Sandra, to be able to meet people on a neutral fitting um, grounds if they so desire. But Mm. that doesn't take away the fact that I'm also also honoring persons who wish to see me in their own homes. I, I went to a home last night, 9 p.m., and that's because they were like, well, who's gonna come to us at, at, at nine o'clock? People have reached out to me and I have actually showed up. And you know what, that's mutual agreement. Um, we also have, I, I plan to do an evening where I want to invite all business owners uh, from the prospect community um, to meet me there. And, and and that's gonna be a business night. However, I implore people to follow my, my page, my Facebook page. Nine two six eight zero eight zero is my number. You can WhatsApp me on there. If you have revised or seen some of the interviews, listen to the forum. If there were issues that I, that I have actually not addressed or that you want to hear a little bit more of what I think on certain topics, by all means, reach out to me and I will avail myself to you. So there are lots of things going on. On the 30th as well, we'll be having a, a meeting in Miss Marilyn's yard that's off Ammon Avenue. Um, so we're we're gonna be there. That's the front yard meeting on Tuesday, April 30th. But the big one is um Thursday, March 25th in the parking lot of the kitchen.
3: Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. Wow. Well, um Lena says her people are smart. We're woke. No more knee on our necks. Wow. Yes. Look here, I'm
4: all for true representation. Sandra, like I said, I have two young men, 22 and 26. I'm appealing to the young adults, to the younger persons who have said they're misunderstood. Nobody is listening to them. I am willing to be that ear for them, I am willing to invite them. Two thirty-three Marina Drive that is a safe place. Whenever you get an opportunity to come in there, that's the vibe, that's the feeling um, that you get from the time you hit that door. It is a family home, positive energy, positive vibes. The place was ble- ble- was blessed and everything positive is what I intend. You have to start in dealing with some of the social issues, the family issues, understanding or young adults start right within your community mm-hmm. you could be your next door neighbor and you could have a huge impact on everything mm-hmm. and i am feeling with my groundwork and all that i have done within the community going back for almost a decade i am responding to the request and the appeals of persons within the red bay and prospect community To put myself in the political arena. I was very comfortable with doing my community work. I would say I'm a successful entrepreneur for close to two decades. For me to do this, trust me, it is not by left field. I am honestly answering and, and, and responding to the call of those who wish to see me continue at an elevated level and definitely to soften the approach of representation at the the level of Parliament. And that is what I intend to bring. But that is only possible if the people of Prospect turn that key to the lock of number three, candidate number three on April 14th. That is the only how this is possible.
3: Beautiful, beautiful.
5: A new dawn is on the horizon shedding light on a new era as we reimagine the way forward. Hi, I'm Sabrina Turner, and I want to be your voice, your hope, your choice for Prospect. Life has changed abruptly and profoundly, but it's now more vital than ever that we work together to ensure the safety, health, and prosperity of the Cayman Islands as we rebuild an even more resilient future that is based on a foundation of national pride and unity. It's time to rethink our direction. It's time to look at the way we do things. It's time your voice is heard. It's time your hope for our country's future becomes a reality. It's time the right choice is made. I want to help you realize your hopes and dreams and be that voice for you. The time is now to rejuvenate Prospect and make it the vibrant community that it was and approach issues such as beautification, safety, flooding, and crime, as we proactively deal with issues such as neighborhood nuances and unemployment. As your representative safeguarding the lives and livelihoods of the people of Prospect will always be at the forefront of all that I do. And together we can be the voice of change and the hope for a better tomorrow. I am Sabrina Turner, and I want to be your voice, your hope, your choice for Prospect. All right, Sabrina. Yes. yes, I want to thank
4: I want to thank you, uh, Sandra, for getting that out there. And that is the great works of one of our very young um, and talented young Caymanians, Kevon Douglas. I know he doesn't like the DJ Vaughn, but um, I've worked very closely with um, Kevon and in in making that that video. And I intend to to utilize and tap in to the talents of so much of our young people as I I continue on my political journey definitely opening their eyes strategically placing them uh, so that they can understand the democratic process number one but actually the the, the workings and the movements of government um and it, it was an honor to honestly be able to work with Kevon douglas
3: thank you so much really appreciate it sabrina good luck we're going to see you like i said hopefully this weekend we yes. can get to your office and we'll do a little interview there so um folks Uh, congratulations again to Sabrina. Good luck. A couple weeks ahead, about three, less than a month for sure. So three weeks (laughs) and a bit. And then we will know what is going on in prospect. Things are feeling very, very positive and um, continue to speak on behalf of the people.
4: Yes, that is indeed uh, my agenda. I will continue, as I've always done, uh, being able to take the lead, putting myself at the front, and depending on the buy-in of the people. But that did not come just so. They trusted me, and they asked me. They believed in what I wanted to do. They showed up. They support. They came in numbers. And I know that I can believe and continue to trust in the people of Prospect to make their voice heard come April 14th. Again, thank you, Sandra and uh keep up the great works
3: all right darling thank you very very much all right good folks that's sabrina turner possibly your next mp for a prospect she's working hard she's secured herself a constituency office um, there in the district already her campaign headquarters for now but she will be turning that into her constituency office if elected imagine she was able to find an office before even getting into office wow Austin, Louise says, CMR is a household name that you can trust. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. Listen, make an informed decision on April the 14th of 2021. So this morning I woke up, we're going to be wrapping up the show here this morning. I woke up to a few messages and one of those messages said, regarding Johan's meeting, um, they said, Sandy, I really think Johan has a chance. Trust me. He not lie. his video touched me because for the first time in my life, someone highlighted the ghetto. Trust and believe you me, he will get my vote. This government has been in for far too long and nothing has changed. Whoa. Mm. Wow. Well. Jonathan says, birds of a feather flock together. All of them are down with the same thing. Good morning, Miss Julie. Lena says, we need like-minded people in the LA ready to move the islands forward and see that our people are at the forefront of the receiving end, Our people should be first at the table. The time is now. Your vote is your power and voice. Let's do this right on April the 14th. Together we can who's Brianna? Who the heck is Brianna, Marshall? You lost me there. Uh, yes, Lena, your hand was on fire last night. And one thing that he said that made a lot of sense to me, the progressives is telling you that you can't trust independence to form a government. Then why is it that they're having to go to independence in order to form their government? The Alliance of Progressives and Independence is what they're calling it. Oh, right, gotcha. And well, that makes a lot of sense to me. I think you're absolutely right, Marshall. You're absolutely right, Lena. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. Jonathan, Louie, don't drink the Kool-Aid because they're talk- talking devil speak. One hand, they're saying, don't trust independence. They can't get it together, Hmm. but you are going out there recruiting independents who are willing to fall in line with the progressives. Seems to me that the ones that can't be trusted are the progressives and anybody along with them. The independents, I believe, are not only already organized because I know what's happening in the background, but they will pull it off and they will do it swiftly this time they will form a government. You just got to send a very clear message. Last time the margins were too tight, right? Seven, 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 like split down the middle. That's why West Bay still is important. Captain Eugene loses his seat. West Bay can't do nothing with mckeeva by himself. The turncoat candidates turncoat from last time. And there's a few in there now that are running as independents that people are saying, listen, don't trust them. Because if they get in, they will do exactly what John, John and Austin did last time and go and help the progressives form the government. If you're trying to keep them out, what you need to do is vote for Sammy Jackson. I keep telling you guys. Take away some of the key spots in Georgetown that include Red Bay, Georgetown East, Georgetown West, Georgetown South, and Georgetown North. That alone is five seats for Georgetown. The progressives have a stronghold in Georgetown, folks. Break it up. Take Red Bay, take Georgetown North, take Georgetown South. If you can even take three out of the five They will be crippled. They will be on their knees. Put Elvis in. What's the worst that Elvis can do? He can't be no worse than captain Eugene who has done nothing for the past 20 years. Captain Eugene speaks on no issues. Elvis speaks the truth on issues. Aye, Elizabeth says Billy needs to come on the show. To talk about the beach access situation, the last thing, the meeting last night was very informative and scary for West Bay. Oh, there was a meeting like that. Child, there's so much going on right now. Oh, my gosh. So much going on. But, folks, you got to do right. Uh, Tracy, thank you so much. She says, vote for change. That's the most insane comment to state that it's better to keep the devil you know than the devil you don't. So you're supposed to settle. Well, that's what they want you to do, actually. They want you to settle. No different than to offer Cayman an opportunity for better education to go overseas and affordable living, shaking your head. Cayman, wake up, stand up, fight for your rights, vote for change, and Cayman first. Cayman first. For the sake of yours and your children, I beg you. Couldn't have said it better myself. Wake up, key man this is, this is our time to do it. If we don't do it now, we are in a world of trouble. So good luck to the candidates. I'm going to leave you guys one little joke before we sign off here today. Somebody sent me this. Um, I think this is a fake a statement because Jamaica has barely gotten any um, vaccines yet. So I don't think they're going to be turning any around. But look at this headline. Jamaica suspends use of AstraZeneca vaccine after reports of blood clots. <laughs> blood clots. Oh my gosh, someone sent that to me this morning and I had a good laugh. That is too funny. Mr. Reed, good luck to you. Um stop stealing. I had a couple more comments coming in about this situation, saying that they're so shocked at the people who are trying to uh, somehow excuse the bad behavior. Don't steal. You might have to return to Canada after this. Um, someone sent me this last night showing 22 people watching the progressives. And Johan at that moment had 160 people. And they said, take that. Well, they said something else, but I'm going to say, take that. I had to laugh. I was like, oh Lord, what a hot mess. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Folks, it is Friday and you have been listening to another episode of the Core Hard Truth. Thank you guys so much for logging on. You guys really make my day. Honestly, I know you're here for the show, but you guys make my day. And so I appreciate your love and support. Big shout out to Troy Leacock. Troy has been, check out his social media page. He's been posting some really good things. He says, when the best that they can argue is better than the devil you know, then we need to recognize that it's time for them to go. It's time for change. Thank you, Troy. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you, Louis All of you that make this show, number one, thank you so much. Donna says, who do not want to wake up by choice will wake up by force. By then it will be too late. Just like when the door of the art closed. Wow, what an analogy. A stark reminder that sometimes you only get a window of opportunity to do the right thing. And if you don't grab that opportunity, as we say here in Cayman, dog, I eat your supper. Thank you, Sue. Have a wonderful weekend. In fact, I have quite a few things going on today that I want to get done before the root canal. And one of those things is I'm going to go by Mr. McLaughlin there on um, on uh, Palmdale because someone stole, and yes, I'm going to try to get by right to the interprimary sports day as well, but someone stole Mr. McLaughlin's pots and stuff that he uses to cook. You know, he's an elderly a man from East end. And he does a lot of um, anytime you go to any of the like red sky at night, he's there with his booth and he's cooking. And that's how he makes his little money. Somebody went and stole his pots and stuff. Come on people like really? So I'm going to go and visit him today to see how we can help him. These thieves, Oh, how we can help him recover those pots. Some of them have been passed down from multiple generations in his family, you can't even put a price tag on those things. I'm so saddened by that. So we're going to go speak to him today as well. I feel like I need to put off this root canal. Like, trust me, I got so much stuff to do. I got my list, but you know what? I can't put it off because it's causing me pain. So I'm like, uh, yeah, I just need to I just need to buckle down and get it done. You know, do my hour and a half in the dental chair. Um, Thank you so much, Lena. The window is now, she says. Have a wonderful weekend to all of you. Any breaking news that's happening, you guys know we'll keep it. We'll keep it uh, on CMR for you. The website might temporarily go down this weekend um, as we migrate over. As uh, someone made a comment, says when where does it stop? If we legitimize small things, the goalpost keeps moving. Talking about people saying, "Oh, it's just a stapler. What's the big deal?" Oh, it's just a hundred thousand dollars. What's the big deal? Oh, it's just a million dollars from some rich guy. Sure. You can steal from him. What's the big deal? Where does it stop? Well, the buck stops here on CMR. We're going to expose you. And it's an embarrassment that you would need to steal anything in this country when we as a community welcome you with open arms. We as a community will make sure you never go hungry. You know what I'm saying? No matter what, we've got soup kitchens, we have the food pantries that are open. If you needed a stapler, I think I have a credit at Office Supply. Just call me and I'll put it on my damn account for you. I'll buy you a stapler. Do not steal from businesses, folks. I don't care if it's NKY in Kimana Bay. I don't care if you think people have something or not. That's not your business. Just don't steal if you need it. 3 2 is my WhatsApp number. Just message me. Call me. We'll help you. It doesn't make any sense. Folks, thank you, Lena, for the love. Love you too. Love all of you. Here's a word from Alrick Lindsay, and we'll see you on Monday morning, bright and early, God's willing.
0: tuning in to another edition of the cold hard truth make sure to check facebook for showtimes and more information and the latest news at caymanmoralroad.com subscribe to our ig and facebook pages to get the latest happenings